Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots, whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. TPC is the only media outlet with Third Assist discounts, so go over to thirdassist.com and use code TPC15 for 15% off of any gift for yourself or for your family this hockey season. Remember, use code TPC15 for 15% off. Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins was in New Jersey today and got destroyed in overtime. Let's get after it with our special guest. The Penguins lost to the Devils. Two to one in overtime. But that's not all we got, Josh. We got a special guest with us today. Host of the Devil State of Mind podcast, Neil Villapiano. Welcome nice. to the Penguins Collective Podcast. How are you, sir? Well, man, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. What just been about 20 minutes ago. Um, yeah. Not the, not the most entertaining game by any means. If you're a fan of scoring, uh, you probably were going to be lucked out. Um, but... Nonetheless, from the Devils' perspective, a win is a win, no matter how we could get it. And I was just talking to my friend here, and we were saying, you know, they haven't been playing well of late, but they've found ways to win games even when they haven't played their best. And they found a way to win today, especially against a divisional opponent, gained a point on them, and just, you know, finally winning at home for the first time in a while is also a relief. So, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, so unlike us, kind of the yeah. quite opposite of the Penguins right now. <laughs> so the Penguins, you know, haven't played the best lately, but we lose. So it's yeah. just, we're not getting that W. Uh, we would like to, of course, but it's just not been that way. So as always, quick thoughts of this game. Josh, we'll start with you right off the top of the dome. Then we'll head to Neil. Just, hey, what do you think overall? Obviously, we sucked mainly throughout the entire game, but Josh... First thoughts. Yeah, not going to lie, going into the game, I was kind of hoping we would get this W. Uh, I was doing a little research to start the game, and I saw that the Devils were just one game over 500 at home. And I was kind of expecting for us to to carry that over into our game because we've been having those weird st- statistical anomalies where we just keep those things going. Where sure. we just beat the senators at home we've been doing that for the last like four years straight so with the devils not having a good streak at home i was kind of hoping that that would just uh continue on over but then the game pretty much started with um uh hughes scoring within the first minute and that immediately just made me think of you know the, the entire season of the penguins because that's yeah, been I another think, trend the, another the trend time 10th time this season that they've let in a goal in the first uh, first minute. So uh, that wasn't good. But then Jari uh, took over as the uh, the Vesna candidate that we expect him to be. 
And then, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then, you know, it, uh-huh. it was like Neil said, it was kind of a, a boring game with lack of scoring. Well, you know what? I don't think it was too boring in the first. I think there was some action. It was some good back and forth. Obviously, the sucky part was letting Hughes score in the first um, uh, first minute. But when when Sid scored, I felt like that was it kind of catapulted that period to a little more physicality. There was a lot of plays in each zone. There was a lot of time spent in each zone. I thought, okay, this could be a good game. But then the second period came out and they both kind of stunk. I, I think yeah. feel like the both teams just didn't do anything. They weren't really aggressive at all in the second period. Um, but Neil, how did you feel the Devils did? I, obviously you were there, you were at the game. So how did it yeah. feel? Are, is it different from watching? Obviously we're watching, we're thinking it's a boring second period. What do you think? How Was it different? Was the atmosphere a little bit different? I think the atmosphere first and foremost, like throughout most of the game was pretty good. I mean, it was, it was pretty much a sold out crowd today. Um, definitely a lot of Penguins fans, but certainly a lot of Devils fans. And, uh, you know, you could always, you always know when it's like a day game, when like things that don't normally happen, happen. So like, after the first period, like you guys mentioned, pretty entertaining. You know, both teams got a goal. Jack Hughes and, uh, you know, Sidney Crosby. You couldn't ask for anything, you know, better. Two of the top players in the game, um, you know, going at it. And then second and third periods, if it wasn't for the bird flying around the arena, um, yeah. there would have been entertainment uh, in this second and third periods. I mean, the biggest thing probably was the big time save that VTech made. Um, yeah. Robbing, I, what was it, Crosby? I think it was Crosby. Uh, polling. No, it was pulling. It was pulling. Yeah. Oh, it was pulling. Wide, wide open the net. Shot. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Wide open net. Hits the post and everything. And, you know, I would say from the Devils' perspective, this was a, a pretty bad game um, offensively. We really didn't generate a whole lot. The, uh, the lines weren't really clicking. I felt like we spent way too much time in our own zone. Um, there was a lot of different things like that that were very frustrating. And you kind of wonder to yourself, like, is this going to be a game where the Devils are not playing well and they probably don't end up winning the game? I think that was kind of the, the feeling that some of us got. Um, and then you go into overtime, and for the most part, we're dominating possession. And then, you know, the Penguins come back. One opportunity, Pedersen scores, and, you know, I'm about to get up. And then you yeah. see the ref immediately wave it off, say no goal, for too many men on the ice, which was kind of strange because I was like, wow, too many men on the ice on an overtime situation. And... In that moment, I felt pretty good that the Devils were going to find a way to get the win. And sure enough, Dougie Hamilton sent us all, sent us all home. Uh, well, yeah. not all of us, most of us home. <laughs> uh, you know, Jack Hughes gets the 30 goals. He had two points today. Yeah. Dougie Hamilton with a big time, big time goal. VTech was tremendous. And Devils took 30 wins and only two points behind the uh, the Hurricanes for second in the Metro. And uh, for them to come back after a long West Coast road trip to win this game at home, everything like that. You know, in thrilling fashion, I think is great, and uh, definitely um, something to get built upon. Now making that what six of their last seven games that they've won. So we're, yep. we're not playing our best, but as I mentioned before, finding different ways to win hockey games. Yeah, I, I Neil, I, I gotta kind of rewind you real quick. What is this about a yeah. bird? Oh, Josh. Well, first of all, someone's not paying attention to Twitter when uh when we're we're tweeting out during no. the game. There is a live bird just flying around the arena, just free as anything. And uh, that was probably the most entertaining part of the second. 
I was gonna say the first time I noticed it was m- my friend here. He, Nico gets like what was it like a two on one partial break or like a partial breakaway, and I'm just like, oh, go Nico! And my friend Sean goes, it's a bird, and it's literally like a pigeon or like a dove. It looked like a pigeon slash dove just flying around the building, and everybody keeps pointing at it like, oh my god, it's a bird! And I'm like, we're real, we're literally freaking out about a bird in hockey game, <laughs> yeah. and and eventually I think it actually hits on the ice. So that was kind of funny. Oh, okay. Um, I think even the Penguins announcers, like we're saying, the Penguins announcers even noticed it. Yes, so they did. it was kind of funny. I don't know if the Devils announcers noticed it. That would have been funny if they did. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of like, that was kind of the most entertaining thing through the second and third periods that there was the freaking bird inside the arena. Yeah. I so- must, must have missed that on the broadcast because I, I, when I was listening to it, all I kept hearing about them on the second period, Neil, you, pro- you don't know, but the Penguins broadcasters were just talking about the kicking motion that is going on with the with players, how they always, you know, will pa- uh, pass the puck with their skate or, you know, uh, you know, to get the, the, the puck to their stick, they'll use their skate. And he was just talking about how, well, why can't you score with a skate and going on and on. This is like 10 minutes of the second period. And I'm just like, can we have a different topic? So they must have found the bird. They, they literally it. said it for like a quick second. Um, okay. I saw it before they even announced it, but I didn't think it was a bird. I just thought it was a bug that was flying in front of the camera. That happens sometimes where like, you yep. know, you just see it. So it's just like, oh, it's a bird, oh, like a bug. And then all of a sudden, Bob Airy, one of the broadcasters was just like, there's a bird on the in, in the game or whatever. Oh and then all of a sudden, uh, Steve Mears mentioned it. And that was it. That was we were okay. done with the bird talk. No other mention of the bird for the rest of the game. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was during the second, and uh, that was okay. probably the highlight. And I think that's what we were tweeting back and forth on Twitter was just about a bird, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, what's uh, do you want to quickly go over the scoring really quick? So I mean, we kind of already mentioned it, but let's just do that. Why? Don't we? First period, 56 seconds in. Jack Hughes scores, assisted by Dougie Hamilton. And then six minutes and 25 seconds in. Sidney Crosby scores, assisted by Petrie and Gensel. That'll do for the first. And that's all the scoring the entire game until we go into overtime. So like we said, pretty boring game after the first. Dougie Hamilton scores a big EP goal for the Devils. Assisted yep. by uh, Hughes and Heischer. Is that how you pronounce it? Heischer. 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 So sorry. So sorry. Heischer. As I always say, I don't care about the pronunciation because this is the Penguins podcast, not a Devils <laughs> podcast. I don't give a crap about the pronunciation. Um, you saying that was about the funniest thing ever. He looked at me like, this man did not just say that. <laughs> I don't care. Hey. You're on a Pens podcast right now, okay? No, I right. should have known. I should have known. That's right. Just keep on driving, buddy, okay? <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start uh, calling Crosby singing Crows by. Uh, <laughs> you know. Don't even pretend Heischer or whatever is on Sid's level. Anyway, that'll do it for <laughs> the, the TPC Quick Game Recap. Okay, now, Lewis, usually on our normal episodes, this will be our uh, TPC 
TPC three-on-three overtime challenge. But with our special guest, we want to give him a little bit more time to talk about the Devils. Now, Neil, uh, you are also a podcaster on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, I just wanted to give you a moment to discuss about how you got here, a uh, reason why you started, and just a little bit about the podcast that you have on the network. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I came across the Hockey Podcast Network back in 2020, uh, right in the middle of the pandemic, summer-ish time. And uh, one of the guys that originally started the network, uh, a good friend of mine, Isha Dromi, um, he reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I really like the way, you know, that we interact because at the time he was covering the Minnesota Wild. And he was saying, we'd love to have you on the podcast just to talk some wild hockey. Uh, we can also talk about the Devils as well if you want. And I said, sure. So I went on there. I was on there for about a half hour or so. And he said after we recorded, he said, dude, we're actually looking for a Devils host right now if you're interested. And I said, absolutely. So uh, from July 1st of 2020 to now, I have been the host, the only guy uh, of the Devil State of my podcast, which is, you know, I made it, I came up with that name myself. Um, and you know, my podcast, you know, new episodes are out every Monday and Thursday. I cover everything there is to know about the devils. I even cover the Utica Comets, the Adirondack Thunder, our minor league teams. I also dabble in a little bit of uh, professional women's hockey with the Metropolitan Riveters. You know, I do a lot of different things. I post, you know, breaking news, rumors. I do interviews. We've had some pretty awesome guests like former uh, NHL goalie Jonas Hiller, Eddie Lack. Uh, we've had Ryan Carter on the podcast, um, Mike Moriel as well from NHL.com. We've had a lot of really good guys, and we're continuing to build a podcast. Uh, it's one of the you know really, really uh, listened to podcasts, especially for Devil's uh, fandom. And my big mantra with the podcast, I always say, is that Devil's State of Mind podcast is for the fans by fans. At the end of the day, I love doing it because I love interacting with the fans. I love you know having a place to talk about the thing that I love the most and uh, the sport that I love the most. And to put it simply, I get to live the dream. And that's what I am at just 25 years of age. I get to live the dream every day. And I'm really, really fortunate for the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm really fortunate for Amaze Media Labs as well, DraftKings, you know, people like you guys, some great hosts here on the network, and also just the people that listen. I mean, we wouldn't be where we are today without all of our listeners, all of our viewers, and everybody that we interact with. So... Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the main gist of, uh, of it all. And I've been a Devils fan my whole life. I've been a hockey fan my whole life. I've always wanted to do something like this, be a broadcaster, you know, host or something like that. And like I said, I get to do it. And uh, I'm just very, very blessed. Awesome. That No, that's great. That's great. And yeah, just the... the touching in there i wanted to see how long you've been a fan of the devils but uh probably like most of us it's been our our entire lives so uh, well just, well yours was a little okay, different we're not gonna bring that up i'm right just now. saying we're okay. not gonna bring that up right just now. saying okay. but <laughs> um you know one other question i wanted to ask you is just in terms of uh the devils what, what was your what's your mindset going into this season and where is it now and has it changed at all it's a really good question. I think the expectation for me was definitely that I wanted to see this team get back into the playoffs. You know, we constantly had the whole mantra, oh, the future's bright. One day we're going to turn it around, this, that, and the other thing. And a lot of us Devils fans are just like, look, you know, talk is cheap. At the end of the day, we want to go out and we want to we get this done. And that's really what it was all about going into this year. Did I expect us to get off to the start that we did? You know, going from 
you know, starting your 0-2, wanting Lindy Ruff and everybody fired, to going on a 13-game winning streak, to doing all these different things. And now we're at the point where we're, in a, we're, we're rocking and rolling and really putting ourselves in a position to get back into the playoffs for the first time in years. Um, they've definitely exceeded my expectations up until this point. And, uh, you know, they continue to do it with every win and every game that passes by. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, go, going into the season, I, like you said, I knew the Devils were young. They have the talent, but it, it was just a matter of are they going to be able to put everything together, like you said, and just execute. I think that would have been the, the bottom line is just to execute. And I, one one surprise for me as an outsider looking in is the goaltending. I, yeah. I think he's been yeah. – uh, I'm blanking on his name. I think you said Vitek is, is his first name. Uh, he's been, he's been, I looks lights out and I was surprised by how well he's been playing just in the, just by observing him playing against the Penguins. And yeah, not only tonight, I mean, yeah, just all the that, games that wide open that Nepa pulling had that could have easily won us that game. Honestly, he got a piece of that. Yeah. That, that was incredible goaltending. At first I thought, you know. It's just the Penguins' luck that the guy whiffed on the puck and it went up or something like that. But no, he got his blocker on that. So like that was phenomenal goaltending. Not only that, I kind of like how their um, their special teams play today. The Devils. I mean, they really I mean, the Penguins just couldn't really solve it when they had an opportunity. Uh, they just their defense played really well in front of them, and and he 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 was solid all night. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think he played phenomenal against us. Yeah, yeah. No um, I mean, Vitek's been really, really tremendous uh, this year. I mean, he again, exceeded expectations like everybody else's, and uh, he has been a big reason that we are in the position that we're in. We don't get on the 13-game winning streak. We don't put ourselves in the position that we're in right now without Vitek Vanacek playing as well as he has. And uh, you know, the Devils' problem for the last several years has been goaltending, and we feel pretty good right now that at least a, a part of the goaltending has been solved with B-Tech playing as well as he is. And, uh, you know, we just got to keep riding him, man, because he has been nothing short of tremendous this year so far. Couple questions I have. All right. So Devils have been playing really well. Not last year. Wasn't like the top of the Metropolitan, but they were working this year. They're clearly making the playoffs. I think I, I think everyone would on this podcast assumes they're, they're, they're making the playoffs this year. Do you have confidence that this is a Stanley Cup team? That is a really, really tough question because I've been sure. asked it before. And, I'm, and, I will, and I like to be very, very fair about this because it's easy for me to, to bring in my biased opinion and, you know, being a Devils fan and say what I and say what I want to say. But the reality is, is that the team is still not fully there. Could they get on a run? Absolutely. Hockey is a magical, unpredictable sport. You never know what's in the play, especially once the playoffs get underway. I still think this team needs to add some more to the roster overall, long term, to become that. Um, but they could certainly get on a run if they if they want to do that. Um, I think this is a team that could definitely make a run at you know second round, maybe even potentially a, a conference final if they, if everything's clicking. Um, it's all mm. going to depend on if we get some depth scoring. Can our goaltending continue to be solid? It's things like that. In terms of winning the Stanley Cup, 
<laughs> I think we got to put the brake, pump the brakes on that because for a lot of Devils fans, it's let's just get back in the playoffs. That's our first goal. Our first goal, however we do it, we got to get back and start playing some playoff hockey. And then sure. we can start about those things once the playoffs get underway. And then even when the season ends, you know, where the team is and things like that, I think that's when the expectations can begin. In terms of this year, it's, it's, it's pretty unlikely, but you never know. So kind of a, a walk before you can run situation. You just want to get in the playoffs, and if if we can get to the cup, we'll get to the cup. But if not, hey, that's a successful season for you guys. Now, you did kind of touch on it. You said, hey, we need to get some depth scoring. Yeah. Penguins fans are desperately crying out to management. Let's make some changes to the lineup. Right now, currently, me and Josh have Brian Dumoulin on the trading block. We want to make some changes to the Penguins roster. How are the Devils fans right now? Do they want to see some changes? Do you expect some changes? Are there some rumors? What do you have on that? Well, it's funny enough, you know, I do have I do have some sources, so I can give you some information that I do have. In terms of, you know, what do the Devils fans want? I think it's safe to say, and I think my friend next to me here would agree that we're looking for a top six score to help out Jack Hughes on the way. Um, Eric Hall is not doing it. He just is not going to do it. And to Tar, he's okay, but it's just not going to be a fit. So if we could get somebody like a Timo Meyer, um, or even a Bo Horvat to a lesser extent, if it's possible, I think the Devils would do it. Um, I think they're also still debating about the backup goalie position. I think the jury is still out on Mackenzie Blackwood. We still don't know if he can be a long-term solution net, even as the backup or the 1B to Vitek Vanacek. I mean, Vanacek has taken the position and ran with it. So in that regard, those are the two areas that you're going to see the Devils think about and say, those are the positions of need. Now, in terms of the guys I just mentioned, the Devils have definitely called San Jose and Vancouver respectively about both Timo Meyer and also Bo Horvat. Uh, Timo Meyer would be more of a guy that we could have for not only the rest of this year, but next year. He's got one more year in his contract after this year. But Horvat would strictly be a rental. Strictly. I don't see the Devils bringing him back next year, but I could be wrong about that. I don't know. He's a center, but he can also play wing and things like that. It's always a possibility. But Tom Fitzgerald is not the type of guy that swings for the fences to make a big trade for a major impact player. He does that in the offseason. With his smooth, see Dougie Hamilton. He tried to get Johnny Control. He did. He did try to make a trade to acquire Matthew Kachuk, although that didn't end up working out. So it's definitely possible. Um, but I will tell you this: there are two guys that the Devils are looking at as potential options, but you know maybe for a backup as backup. Carly Vimelka from Arizona. They're definitely looking at him. They feel that he could potentially be a solid one. And John Gibson as well, because yeah. John Gibson and say his stats might be bad, but it's not really on him. He has no support in Anaheim. But, so yeah. feel that he could come here if they want to make a move for him. They feel that he could come here and be a guy that they can also rely on. And who knows? Could be could be possibility. And the other guy I'll mention is that the Devils have interest in a, re a reunion with Adam Henry, who's also in Anaheim right now. Mm. Um, he would be but that, that would be a big trade though would you guys would is there part like rumors of part like packaging that where it's Gibson and Henrik and maybe probably, you guys give up a lot 
No, it's more like one of one in one. Sure. It was like two because I think Adam Henrik is making around four and a half million dollars right now. So that would be kind of a tough one because we'd have to work out the salary. Um, maybe we move a guy like Damon Severson if they feel like it, but I doubt that they'll move Damon Severson at the deadline. I don't think they're going to move any sort of players that are unrestricted free agents at the end of the year um, because of just the way the momentum is right now with the team. In terms of those type of deals, it would probably be just one and then the other or one or the other, depending. All right, boys and girls, there is some heavy playoff action continuing right now with the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at even bigger payouts with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL divisional round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Okay, uh, I just have one last question that I, I wanted to uh, ask a Devils fan about this offseason. What happened with the Johnny Hockey negotiations? Because I think I, as an outsider, knowing yeah. that he's from the Jersey area, like I was kind of, I thought it was well, in I the thought, back. I thought he was going from, thought he was trying to go to Philly. Oh, he wasn't well, that? Yeah, I'll explain it in yeah. great detail because I have the information. This okay. is the reality of what was all, this is the reality of what it was all about. Johnny Gaudreau wanted to come home. He's from South Jersey, which is basically Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. uh, ask anybody from North and Central Jersey. He wanted to come home. He grew up a Flyers fan. He wa- he's always wanted to play for the Flyers. The problem is the Flyers suck, number one. Number two, they don't have any money to do anything. So that wasn't going to work. So by the time the first day of free agency came around, it was either the Devils or to a lesser extent, the New York Islanders. And knowing Johnny Gaudreau, he didn't want to play for one of his favorite team's rivals. So he was on the verge of signing with the Devils because that was basically his only option. Until the Blue Jackets at around 5 p.m. decided that they were they had the money and they were going to offer it to Johnny Gaudreau. And Gaudreau saw it as, this is better than anything else I could get. So he ended up taking less money to sign with Columbus because he ultimately just did not want to come to New Jersey and play for the Devils. That was basically, he chose not to come here. Um, and while it sucks because obviously you want to become a destination place for star players and the Devils are getting there, um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it turned out to be fine because Gaudreau is just going to wallow in his sorrows playing in Columbus, Ohio with a very mids team for the next four or five years yeah. um, who have no defense and very little goaltending. Um and you got a Devils team who's completely on the rise. And can you imagine with the way Jack Hughes is playing right now, 
Can you imagine what Johnny Gaudreau's stats might actually look like? If he was playing on a line every night with a guy like Jack Hughes. So, yeah, it is what it is. That's the, the reality for Devils fans at this point. It is what it is. He can go and enjoy himself at Columbus. The Devils will have other opportunities. Uh, even this next offseason, you know, we got to re-sign Jess Brett, but there's the potential of, you know, if they want to swing for the fences and try to get Patrick Kane, they could do that. They could try to get Timo Meyer in a trade during the offseason or whatever they want to do. If David Pasternak is available in free agency, it is not out of the realm of possibility that the Devils will not go after him. Will go after okay. him. It's very possible that they do because he fits a position of need, a top six scoring winger to play with Jack Hughes. That's so. Kind of- sorry, I just wanted to say. So the Devils are they they are going to pursue at least something at the trade deadline or maybe something in the offseason. I. I spoke to Pierre LeBron of, of uh, TSN, and he said that, yeah, basically the expectation for the Devils is, especially at the offseason, don't be surprised that they go back out and take another home run swing. Really? Don't be surprised what we get. Because yeah. I think Gerald understands that the the core of this team, Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, Jesper Bright, Dougie Hamilton, and Vitek Anacek. Now it's about filling the team around with either guys in our minor league system, guys that we picked up, like you know, Ryan Graves and John Marino and, you know, guys like that, um, you know, or going out and getting a big name player or two to really kind of push this team over the over the hump and really get them to where they want to be ultimately. And that is a Stanley Cup contender. So I would just say, keep your eye on the Devils, not only at the deadline, but certainly once we get to the offseason, whenever that is. Yeah, I mean, I wish the Penguins were doing something. Um, obviously, uh, rumors we have is that they talked to Minnesota, and then that was it. <laughs> and yeah. then, so there could have been a trade. Maybe there is one still d- debating. They're just trying to figure things out. But from what we heard is that there's not. We're none. going to ride this team out, and hopefully we'll make the playoffs. And... You know, to answer my own question, are we a Stanley Cup team? No, we're, we're, we're basically getting into the playoffs as of right now, unless we turn things around. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I just want the Penguins to do something. You, like, you know, Devils seem to actually care about their fan base, it sounds like, uh, but the Penguins do not. Um, all right. I'll say that. We weren't feeling that way not too long ago. So. Okay, well, I guess it's our turn to feel that way. Last question. And then uh, uh, we'll go into the beauty of the game. Favorite Devils moment for you, growing up a Devils fan? What were, where was one moment that you're like, you know what, I will die for this team? You know, there are two memories, uh, but I'm gonna pick probably for people my age, it's probably gonna be the most obvious one, and that is. The Adam Henrique, it's over goal. Game six of the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals against the Rangers. Rookie Adam Henrique scoring in overtime, sending the Devils to the Cup Final. And, uh, you know, you really thought that the Devils were going to win that Cup. You felt like it was their year. But they went into a Kings team that was just doing damage on the road. Gary Bettman definitely did not want the Devils to win the Cup that year, so he definitely got involved in one degree or another, but we can discuss that for another for another day. Um, but that moment for Adam Henrique and being a Devils fan was my favorite in my uh, in my young 
years of being a Devils fan. So hopefully with this core, we'll create more amazing memories that will last a lifetime. Um, sure. But that would be my, my number one, Adam Henrique scoring that goal against the Rangers. And what about the driver? Do you have a quick one? Gosh, the driver would, over there? Adam Henrique, not, nothing can top that, honestly. But what okay. I was the one-for-one one trade, Taylor Hall oh, for Adam yeah. Carson. Taylor that Hall. That day was just mayhem for me. You can't right. be like that. I mean, it turned into, uh, even after the fact, after we traded him, after the hard season and all that stuff, he turned into Dawson Mercer. He turned into Kevin Wall. So we're Nick, still... Nick Merkley. Nick Merkley. Yeah. We're still bearing the fruits from Taylor Hall. So the one-for-one one trade was is up there for sure. All right. Yeah. That's fair. All right. I mean, you can't argue it too much. We got a hard trophy out of it, and then we got the prospects as well. And Taylor Hall, I don't think he's despised by Devils fans. He's not hated like Zach Parise is. Um, although I feel like that's starting to die a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Taylor Hall could just uh, ride coattails of a Boston team while playing on the third line. So, you know, it is what it is. Not salty at all. Love, Love it. it. All right. <laughs> Josh, go ahead. Uh, I'm good. Oh, all right. Well, let's get into the beauty of the game, shall we? Josh, beauty of the game for the Penguins. Who do you think it was for the Penguins? And then we'll get to Neil and his his Devils. Well, my my nomination was Tristan Jari because I thought that he, he carried the team tonight. Now, granted, there were a lot of blocked shots by our defense and everything, and Crosby had the only goal, but uh, my nomination was was Tristan Jari. All right. Tristan Jari, I guess. I would pick someone different, and I will (laughs) pick someone different. Okay. All right, Neil. So for me, I mean, there's a couple of different ways I could go about this, but I'm going to go with the most obvious one, which would be, you know, Dougie Hamilton winning the game in overtime. I'm going to go with Vitek Vanacek's overall performance today. Sure, sure. You know, at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, when they talk about in football, you know, defense wins championships. And Vitek, the quarterback of our defense, just standing back there, giving this team confidence that even when they make a mistake, he's going to find a way to bail them out. And he did that several times today with a phenomenal save. That was just one of many saves that he made that were big time. And don't go to overtime and find a way to win without VTech playing that well. So for me, you know, VTech, once again, an absolute beauty and uh, leading us to victory in this one today. Sure. I mean, you guys would have lost if we didn't jump over the boards too quickly, but it's fine. Um, Mine is going to be Sid. Not just because, oh, he's only scored. He actually stepped up his game. I think he he saw an opportunity. We're playing a really good Devils team. Obviously, we haven't been playing a full 60 minutes, and we didn't play tonight. But he personally, I think he went out of his way. He played really well. He he chased after the puck a lot more than I've seen. And also... um, um, well, no, I'll just I'll just pick Sid. But also, I just want to mention that our, our our defense actually stepped up today. We played yes. a little bit differently. We were going uh, beyond the hash marks rather than just staying by the blue line. We were actually putting some uh, pressure on the on the Devils, which is different from what the Pens usually do. So I got to give. I think we played a little bit better, and I think Sid was the the leader of that. I think he definitely wants to save Mike Sullivan's job and uh, just kind of 
play a little better in leading that team. So I'm going to have to go with Sid. Um, all right. So beauty of the game, goalies and Sid. Josh, I got to disagree. I don't think I think Jari played average. All right. I think okay. he played average today. Okay. All right. Okay. Neil, where can where can these beautiful people find you? Where can where where can, where can they hear your beautiful voice from here on out? Well, first and foremost, guys, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's great to finally meet you guys, and uh, definitely excited to have you guys part of the network. As far as my podcast is concerned, Devil State of Mind podcast, new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Your number one place to get everything you need to know about your New Jersey Devils. You can follow right. us on Twitter at Devil State, Instagram at Devil State of Mind. And if you happen to have a Facebook, why don't you drop a like on Facebook as well? And you can check out uh, my personal uh, Twitter at T H E N V P S H O W and also on Instagram at N V P Q B 11. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. And, uh, I look forward to chatting with you guys a lot more as the season goes on. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Neil. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, We'd love to have you on again when uh, we play the Devils. I think we play the Devils one more time, right? Or are we done? Are we done with the Devils? Still got two more. Two more. Two more. Well, one of these times we're going to have you back on. But thank you guys so much for joining us. And uh, that'll, that'll do it. So thank you guys so much. The Penguins' next game is at home versus Florida, 7 p.m. So that's going to be a very important game. Penguins have been winning one-point games recently. Hopefully we can grab two. Also want to really quickly thank Neil from the Devil State of Mind podcast. Thank you so much for joining. Um, it was really cool. Really cool to to hear like a, a veteran podcaster in the network. So it was it, nice. it was kind of really, uh, really just cool to have him on. And, you know, he was hyped up from the Devil's win. So it was really cool to have him on. Josh, where can these people hear our voice? Yes, this episode and all of our episodes can be found wherever you listen to your favorite podcast that's at spotify that's at uh, uh, apple podcast that's at google podcast yeah um and make sure while you're there leave a comment review Mm -hmm. like subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe do all that fun stuff and then also twitter is where we mainly are located at pen collective louie does a great job tweeting during the games as you can tell in that episode i had no idea there was a bird and that was what was being discussed on twitter but yeah. as we discussed i can't leave the app so that i can yeah. watch, go josh on twitter is, uh, and I can only watch. josh is just like so. watching on his iphone and so yeah. he can never tweet out me being yeah. a professional having my laptop ready to go to tweet while I'm watching the game on TV, kind of feel like an at-home journalist, so I'm feeling pretty good about myself there. But yes, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to hear more guests, you want to have more guests on this podcast, let us know, and we'll get them. So just let us know, and uh, we'd love to have more people on the podcast. If you guys 
want to have a chance to jump on the podcast. We'll love to have more Pens fans as well. That's the whole point of the Penguins Collective. We are a collective of uh, fans. Not only do we follow Pittsburgh, Wilkes-Barre, and Wheeling. So it's really cool. Uh, We want to hear from you guys. But that'll do it for this episode. Josh, as always, let's go Pens. Thank you.